Grazing along the African savanna, the white rhino keeps his ears peeled for the danger bird, despite not having many predators to worry about. When opportunity squawks, the rhino definitely listens. But the classic symbiotic relationship between the rhino and the oxpecker may benefit the bird more than the mammal. But animals take what they can and give nothing back here in life, death, and taxonomy. Welcome back to Life, Death, and Taxonomy at your 30 minutes of interesting animal information. I'm Joe. And I'm Carlos. And today we're talking about Marco Polo's thick unicorn. But more on that later. Did he really? Did he really? Think that it was a thick unicorn? Oh, well, we assume because <laughs> he wrote in his diary or his journal or whatever. I saw a thick unicorn. No, he's like, unicorns are real, and here's what they look like. And he describes a, a rhinoceros, which is what we're talking about today. This is back in the day when everyone was looking for unicorns, and they found them in narwhals, and they found them in rhinos. But, in terms of textual criticism and manuscript-like studies, who knows what Marco Polo said, because his, all the manuscripts of his writings are different. <laughs> so... Well, no, wait. Yeah, manuscripts, right? Yeah. The copies. The copies. Yeah, the manuscript is the original, right? No, it's not. I think manuscripts are the copies. Uh, but, and we only have copies, just like most historical documents. We have the copies of them. And the more the copies agree, the more accurate, the more, like, confidence you have that the original source is accurate. And... Marco Polo's are all like a hodgepodge of different things. So we have no idea what he thought about rhinoceroses. No. We don't know if he saw unicorns or if somebody like did a parody. <laughs> somebody's, somebody's trying to drag Marco Polo's good name through the mud. Through this right, right across the Silk Road into the ditch. Yes. So, but we're not talking about any rhinoceros, right? We're talking about a specific one. The white rhinoceros. That's white. or we're gonna call it here Tammy the timid tank and Rosie's red rhinoceros RRR I don't know if you've ever this is this has been weighing on my mind heavily recently um this book called Dr. Seuss's ABCs and uh it's a book that I've had to read to my son every day I haven't memorized so, when I was thinking of nicknames... Is it a nicknames, book for infants? Like, are they supposed to be able to absorb that? No, they just like the... They like the repeating sounds and the sing-songy rhyming and stuff. And it has to be the same book? Well, for him, he, he, he stops oh. fussing for certain books. His favorite part of the book is Ostrich, Oil, Orange, Owl. Like, that's when he, like, starts to giggle. But if we pick up... Like so, then I'll pick up another baby book, like War and Peace, and he just starts <laughs> to get really fussy on me. He gets bored during War and Peace. Yeah. So like Seuss is his jam, not Tolstoy. And what if you read I'd, him Tupac? I've never read a book by Tupac. No. What if you just read poems and rap 
by two poems. <laughs> I think he did actually write poems. I would have to say it like really enthusiastically. And I don't know. I couldn't even I couldn't even pretend right now do like a to do like a parody of uh of of what that might sound like because I've n I couldn't name you a single Tupac song. <laughs> Uncultured. Knees uh, weak. I uh, couldn't either. Spaghetti. Something about spaghetti. That's Eminem. Never mind. <laughs> That's the that's like very much not Tupac. This it's, it's rap, whatever. It all goes into a category, a, a very very tiny box in my brain, and I it's usually closed. <laughs> okay. Anyway, taxonomize this rhinoceros for us, Captain. Okay, well, it's in the kingdom you know, love and are in the kingdom Animalia. It's in the phylum it. Chordata. The class is Mammalia. You've been doing a lot of mammals recently. Have I? I thought I did a fish not too long ago. You might have done a fish not too long ago. Oh, but and yeah, I guess not... I did the hedgehog. Yeah, we've been doing mammals recently. As as a team, you know? That's true. Uh, the order is... Parasodactyla? Parasodactyla? Is that odd-toed ungulates? Yep. It's odd-toed ungulates. Ardeo and Pariso. Parasodactyla. The family is Rhinoceridae. Rhinoceridae. Yep. Rhinoceridae. Yeah. Rhinoceridae. The genus. There's a joke in there somewhere. There is, but I feel like it's just with a day, and we've done that a million times. Or today. Today. Yeah. Rhinoceridae. The genus is. Ceratother. <laughs> <laughs> Rossum. Ceratotherium. Ceratotherium. There you go. Uh, it, I, I have to imagine that ha that has to do with horns because it sounds like Triceratops. Yeah, that has to do with horns or horn-like appendages, as we'll learn. But it, it's just a genus of rhinoceroses. Yeah, Contain there's only white rhinoceroses. Yeah, there's only one species. And uh, there's two subspecies, but the species is simum. Only one living species. Yeah, there's one living species, two subspecies, but maybe not for long, because the the what is it? The northern white rhino is there's like two left, two females, and they have some, yeah they have some frozen genetic material from a male, and they've tried to artificially inseminate one of the two females, and it didn't go well. But they're they're not giving up yet. Yeah, it was really hard finding, because um, at first I, th I picked the rhinoceros going like, there's got to be an awesome like major fact that we can expound upon here. And then I was just trying to find any information on this rhinoceros um, that wasn't, that had, didn't have to do with its conservation. It's like, hey, look, it's big. Uh, it's got a horn. Well, because um, the biggest and also news... they're almost all dead, and it's like those are the only three things about this animal. Well, the the biggest news recently has been oh, there's only two left, and then and then after that it was oh, there are they're they're doing something like new research and new ways to inseminate the the last two remaining rhinos, and everyone's waiting with bated breath to see if this subspecies is gone for good yeah I think we should try to remember them how they were 
which is cool animals. <laughs> How they were? What are they? Are they still cool animals? There's just yeah, only but we're two. just like we're only focusing on the on their their one key defining trait, and that's how few of them there are. Oh, I see. Well, we're not. We're not. We're not. We're, we've got better stuff to talk about. J- you're or, just your 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 perspective is that Google SEO <laughs> is only focused on. If you dig deep, there's my lots major of fact stuff. can't be there's only two of them. <laughs> that's. That's very not that's yeah that's not a special ability. No. It's the opposite of that. So, would you like to hear a description? Or would nope, you like to I want play to, a game? I, I want to break free. I want to break free. Uh since I want to say that since we're in the business of naming things it's time for my favorite part of the show. Critter groups, the part of the show where I ask you Joe a question and that question is the same every time. What is the name of a group of this animal? We're talking about rhinoceroses. So, Joey. Oh, wait. Uh, it's also called the term of venery or the uh, collective noun. It's all the same. I forgot about that. I didn't have that problem. Um, so, Joey, what's the term of venery for a group of rhinoceroses? Is it A, an ash of rhinoceroses? <gasps> Is it B, a bash of rhinoceroses? Is it C, a crash of rhinoceroses? Or is it D, a dash of rhinoceroses? So, full disclosure. You already know. I Don't read me. I read the Wikipedia page. <laughs> had never, it on there. Never mind. And for a second, for a second, I thought, oh, because you're saying so many similar words, I might have forgotten. But then you said, crash. And I immediately remembered. (laughs) (laughs) Darn it. Oh, oh well. I was like, wait, maybe it is Clash. Like, no, no, it was Crash, because they crashed through. If they ran through shrubs and thickets, they would crash through it. If they ran through a watermelon stand, or a cabbage stand, or anything else that gets in the way of Indiana Jones or the Avatar, they would crash through. (laughs) They'd also dash through it. And bash it as well. That's fair. I just wanted everything to line up with A, B, C, and D. All right. Well, that was ding, ding, ding. You, you win. Hooray. I, I meant to tell you that before so that maybe you could do the etymology thing. Yeah, because the other option is heard. <laughs> yeah. And Crash is so good. It's so perfect that I didn't think you'd get it. But oh well. I didn't go looking for it, but I read it. It's I, I I've read it by accident. I didn't usually I have to go looking for it, um, but I I read it multiple times while I was doing research, so I figured there was a possibility that this day would come. <laughs> would you like to know what it looks like? Yeah. Have you ever seen a rhino? Yeah, in a book. It looks like that. It, it, the, the, <laughs> my my favorite book. Dr. Seuss's ABCs. I, I I went on like I think it was like Lion Country Safari or something like that. Maybe one in Disney. I forget. But I saw a rhino, and it was peeing for like a solid, like a full stream. Like you opened a fire hose. Like a thick stream mm. of frothiness for like delicious. Actually, four minutes. <laughs> this, is a, this is a long time to. It must not have been the Disney thing because you don't stop anywhere for four minutes, unless there's a rhino in the road. Or, it, or it might have just been like in the middle of a field that we were driving 
like you know how sometimes you drive like you could go all the way around through a yeah, field yeah 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 so and you're just you're, you're watching, just fixated on this peeing watching. rhino in the middle of <laughs> in the middle of the field watching him make lattes <laughs> <laughs> so effervescent <laughs> oh it's uh, nasty but they drink two times a day and when you're i mean if it's not the really hot times in in south florida you could you know you could pack away some water. Did I ever tell you about the time that I went to the uh, Animal Kingdom and we passed by the hippo enclosure and there were two hippos like really, really close to each other, uh, like butt cheeks to nose. And then the, the one in front just just unleashed yeah. all over the one behind it and the other one behind it like frustratedly attacked the one in front of it. <laughs> Oh man, that was nasty. But anyway, and animals are are cruel to each other and bullies, so just just remember that. <laughs> here's, anyway, here's what they look like: rhinos, not hippos. White rhinos are large organic tanks with keratin horns coming out of the front of their faces. White rhinos have two horns with a larger horn in the front of the face and a smaller one directly behind it. I think black rhinos only have one horn. They have a hump on their backs, on the back of their neck, and trunk-like legs and feet, but unlike an elephant's, like tree black trunk. Rhinos, tree black trunk. rhinos have two horns as well. They do. Who has one yeah. horn? Maybe just an extinct there rhino. Are, there, are, there are three uh, rhinos that species that live in India. Oh, I thought there was black, only the two. Black and white rhinos live in are the only two that live in Africa. Gotcha. Uh, unlike an elephant's... Their feet flare out at the bottom like a bell with three distinct toes. They have mouths that form a vague square shape. And they're actually, that's their other name is this square-lipped rhino. Right, that's how, that's the main way you can tell the difference between a black and white rhino. Because they're not, their coloration isn't really white and black. Or even that much lighter and darker. Um, But it's, uh, you, you have like this uh, square shaped lip for the white and then a a beak shaped lip for the for the black mm. it's actually a mis the white rhino is a mispronounce a uh, uh, mistranslation of the dutch word for wide which is i think vide v- or something like that something very close to it um and so we're like oh it's a vide rhino well it's a white rhino uh well, white rhinos can come in a range of color from yellowish brown to dark gray, but sometimes they can be like an ashy gray, which I guess you could be like, that's kind of looking white to me in certain lights. Sure. Uh, but their skin is leathery and thick, contributing to its armored appearance. Uh, they're also said to have the widest set nostrils of any land mammal. mammal. And... Olfactory systems in their brain are larger than the rest of their brain put together. So they're built to smell. They're just built different. Nice. Uh, but that brings us to size relative to something silly. Uh, welcome to the Beloved Measure Up segment, the official listener's favorite part of the show, the part of the show that's presented by you. Uh, and it's when we present the animal size and dimensions in relatable terms through a quiz that's fun for the whole family. It's presented by you when you send in 
audio of yourself saying, singing or chittering the words measure up into ldtaxonomy at gmail.com. We don't have a new measure up intro this week, but that means we get to hear from an animal and Carlos has to guess what it is. Without further ado, the listener's favorite part of the show. Is that A, the American bison, B, a wildebeest, C, a guar, or D, a nilgai, nilgai, nil, the nil, do you remember the nilgai? No. It's, it was that, um, it was that, uh, cow that with a tiny head from India. Did we cover it? No, we talked about it when we talked about the dole. But it uh, a guar is also huh. from India. It's the Indian bison. It's the largest bovine animal. Ooh, really? Larger than a bison? It is a it, it's an Indian bison. It's very similar to or a bison. Buffalo. Whatever. American bison. Um, Wildebeest, aka water buffalo. No, water buffalo is different. Ignore no, me. no, no, no. We're, Yours we're getting all is fat and mine is slow. That's all we, I know. We are all over the place with our bovids here. We, you got to have your bovids in order. Bovid nineteen. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear or read that ever. I again. should have. I could have. That was a mistake. I should have weaved that in artfully. You know. Yeah. I just right. yelled a punchline. That's all. There was no joke. Yeah, you just. <laughs> Yeah, but it was off the cuff, so unless you unless you had already scheduled that, I did not <laughs> scheduled the pun. Um, all right, I'm gonna say I guess wildebeest. I really have no idea. I don't know what any of these things sound like. Wildebeest. I feel like wildebeest, wildebeest is probably a pretty good guess. Wildebeest final answer. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, it's a wildebeest. No Cro- Crocodile's favorite food. Yeah. I think we did the wildebeest once. Yeah, they aren't like, they? They're killers when it comes. They're vindictive. No, that's the cape. That's the cape. That's the, we've done the cape buffalo. That's right. But the wildebeest, like travels in, like million and a half. Yeah. Uh, sized herds or whatever. Um, the Great Migration. Yeah. Let's talk length. Awesome. There. Oh wait, it hasn't even started yet. <laughs> what? I was like, oh, yes, I got measure up right. <laughs> no, but you got the other thing right. Uh, let's talk length. There are 3.7 to 4 meters or 12.1 to 13.1 feet. How many 1964 Hess Tanker trailer replicas go into the length of the of a male rhino? Here, Here's a hint. Hess Tanker trail? Here's a hint. Hess started to sell replicas of their trucks in gas stations in 1964. As a thank you to their customers, the, the 1964 Hess tank, tanker trailer was their first, modeled after the company's first B61 Mack truck. Only 150,000 were made, and if you have one in excellent condition, you, you could sell it for about $2,000. I have, and they they release one every year, and I have the 1991, the year of my birth, or at least I th- I had it. I may have given it away, not knowing it was worth fifty dollars. Oh, it's worth fifty dollars now. Yeah, 
even though like 1.4 million of those were made i've seen a lot of i've seen those at Hess stations before there was uh, a commercial so, for a while in the 90s like so i'm figuring out how many rhinos go into the actual thing or how many models go into the rhino how many models go into the rhino okay it's, so a, toy, it's a toy truck yeah 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 so yeah i I know i thought you were like uh how many rhinos go into the actual truck that the replica is made of no. um okay so the replicas if i remember right it's probably like a i mean i could probably say a foot that's kind of big they're actually smaller um i'm gonna say 22 22 22 trucks trucks go into the length of a white rhinoceros final answer yep <sighs> you hate to see it it's 13.1 trucks the oh because it was a foot the trucks are exactly a foot long ah. 12 inches i knew it i mean i didn't I, 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 I strongly suspected it but then i was trying to think of like the times that I had seen those trucks and I thought I remembered them being smaller. Ugh. So I like divided it by two, but maybe it wasn't. Anyway, you don't need to hear my <laughs> dumb thought process. The answer we don't need to hear your foot. common core uh, methods. That sounds familiar. This, is that a school thing? Common core is like the new math they're doing. New math? Why would they change math? Math is math. <laughs> That's why that joke is there, because there's this new Common Core math method. Oh. Where you, I guess I would only know that if I was a parent of a child going it's, through It's kind arithmetic. of like what you do for for head math, but it takes longer to show your work. So parents, so you, you, you pull out the, the places. So instead of doing like 171 plus... 131 you do 100 plus 70 plus whatever no if i did 171 one. plus 131 i would do yeah yeah i would do two you i would take i would the take places. the hundreds and i would this that's 200 i would take 70 and 30 and then that's 100 there so i got 300 and then i would take the last two so i would have uh 302 would be the answer the the, the point the, the the point of it is to like pull out the places and really teach kids what they're doing when they're adding and like they understand the values of the numbers because like when you just carry the one it sounds like oh I'm putting a one over here but you're actually putting ten over there. You know? Oh, so it's it's making it less it it's less it's, it takes longer, there's more steps. So that's why a lot of parents and even educators hate it because we're in a transition phase. So parents don't know what they're doing when they're teaching their kids and it takes longer, but it, it apparently leads to more understanding. I think the best way to uh, master head arithmetic is just to do it a lot. Well, and that's real. That's rote memorization. And no, no, this, no, not rote memorization. Just, just like, like this, this podcast has really helped with my brain, my, my head, head math. Head arithmetic, at least. Oh, yeah. Just because, like, just, uh, you know, yeah, uh, you know, what's 156 plus 625? Like, that's that I can, like, I have to do a lot. So it's not like I don't memorize that. I just figure out how to do it. I don't know. Play, I think, play D&D. That'll help your arithmetic. 
True, true. Well, okay, next one. Let's talk weight. They're 200 or 200, 2300 kilograms, 2300, uh, or 15,070 pounds. No, How many rhinos? Right. That's not right. What? Should be 5,070 pounds. 5,070 pounds. I am illiterate when it comes to reading numbers, apparently. You didn't do the core four or whatever you said. Common core. Common core, yeah. I mean, I can add them. I just can't say them out loud. (laughs) 2,300 or (laughs) 5,070. 5,070 pounds. How many rhinos go into the Mac? Granite heavy duty trucks maximum load weight. You're really hung up on this truck thing. When I go, when I find a theme, I just ride it, ride it to the, into the sunset. Just uh, <clears throat> with the with the uh, Kenosha kickers in the back, all the way to Chicago. That's right. Here's a hint: loaded weight refers to the weight that is transferred to the road from a fully loaded vehicle's axle. The federal limit of gross weight on a federal road is 80,000 pounds. All right, so I'm going to assume that would be like a train. Trains, little known fact, trains do not drive on federal roads. No, but like one of those, one of those like super oversized double trucks would probably be on, on the closer side to that limit. Um, well, like if you're if if you're a tractor trailer and you're pulling like two trailers, your axle is not transferring the weight of two two trailers. Oh, it's per axle. Yeah, it's the yeah or or a set of axles if there's like more than one axle on one vehicle, but you've got like if you're pulling multi, like uh, a tractor trailer, the trailers on a different. Like, it's not transferring all of that weight to, like, the Mack truck, you know? It's sharing weight with another axle. Share the load? Share the max load. Um, okay. I have no idea. And I just used up all of my brain arithmetic power trying to add 171 and 131. So... Um, I'm going to say, see, I think you anchored me. You're doing a high anchor. Throw me off. You said 80,000 is the max. So my, I'm going to be more likely to, to choose an, a, a, a number that's much larger than I would have otherwise chosen. <clears throat> okay. I'm going to say 20,000 pounds. And Two. that means that four, four rhinos four rhinos final answer yes well if a mac truck a mac granite heavy duty truck wanted to it could carry 18 rhinos worth of weight uh the mac granite's max load is ninety-two thousand pounds or 42,000 kilograms, it's more than the limit. So they don't fully load it that much because it's illegal. 
but it can do that. See, I thought you were anchoring me to. No, I was. It was the opposite. (laughs) Is there an opposite of anchoring? Um, when you were still anchoring me, but not to throw me off. Uh, okay. Are you ready for some fast facts? Yep. The white rhino is a herbivore grazer, which means it has a lifestyle kind of like a cow, looking for tasty grass and plants to eat. It's it's a true grazer, which means it mostly eats grass. Uh, they spend about half the day eating and a third of it resting, leaving four hours for fun stuff like mating, rolling in mud holes, and video games. Yeah. What, uh, they what can't play they, they don't play? play video games but if they if they do have time for it if they wanted to they also uh, wear un echo unlimited sweaters <laughs> that's true uh grown males prefer the company of their own thoughts and spend most of their time alone pondering the universe same adolescents will hang out with one another and with adult females these groups can be as large as 14 members these crashes so rhinos have good hearing uh, and even better smell. Be- they don't have very good eyesight, but because so much of their brain is devoted to smell, we, we think that like that's the the major the- that's the major scent or sense that they use. You you pretty much use your eyesight there all about that smell. Uh, but females reach matur- maturity around age six. But they can only date older boys because it takes males between 10 and 12 years to reach mature, maturity. Hmm. Uh, little, it takes, I'm going to say this in a way, it takes a half hour to make a baby. And <laughs> little, and it's very funny. The mating process is silly. The, the males stay pretty far away from females. They, they don't want to get close enough for her to get angry and charge them. So they, they keep their distance. But if they try, if she tries to leave their territory, they will scream and run after her. <laughs> They'll chase her around yelling. Uh, that's how, that's how you, you catch more flies with honey. <laughs> I don't know. That's not a phrase. You, that is a phrase, but I don't understand what it has to do with. I was telling the rhino that. Oh, I see. <laughs> yeah, you catch more flies with honey. That's the phrase. Sure. Then with vinegar. Then with, um, sc- then with screams and charges. Yeah. Little unborn rhinos take about 16 months to gestate, and then newborn calves can weigh up to 140 pounds. That's quite a little baby. That is a, 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 a large baby. It's not a little baby. Isn't that crazy? Uh, the I was when I was reading or watching videos about the uh, the insemination, the science that they're trying to do to save the white rhino, uh, the northern white rhino. They the embryo they were implanting was microscopic, and the, the first try, it got lost in the tube on the way. They couldn't find it, and they found it in the tube. Uh, so that little embryo, that microscopic little thing. Turns into a hundred and forty pound baby at birth. That's a lot of, and it only takes eighteen mitosis. months. It's a lot of mitosis. Motherhood, you know. Yeah, I know. I mean, I don't. You know. My wife knows. I mean, I've 
I've been like adjacent. You know better than me, but Bibby knows better than both of us. I've been adjacent to motherhood. Yeah. Recently. <laughs> <laughs> Fatherhood. Adjacent to motherhood. Since... <laughs> yeah. Your <laughs> fatherhood is uh is is being very close to people who are working very hard and are uncomfortable and tired. It's a thankless job, motherhood. Thank your moms. Then it won't be thankless anymore. Exactly. All right. It's time for the major fact, which I'm calling Scaredy Crash. So rhinos are big, fierce, and heavily armored, as you mentioned. They are the second largest land animals on the planet, with elephants coming in first. Uh, they have huge, sharp, horn-like appendages. Uh, they're not actually horns, because... They're not made of bone? Right. So they are made of solid keratin, but... Um, so like the horns of bovids are keratin but they have a bony core and they're attached to their skulls deer antlers are made of just bone but the uh rhino's horn is not attached to its skull and is made of only keratin so it's a horn like appendages but i'm gonna call it horn because we don't have another word for it so an antler is kind of more like a tooth yeah and it's also shed every year which and the horns of cattle are not um yeah so and they have no natural predators they have two inch thick armored skin and i'm surprised they hadn't like I, I i couldn't find anything where they had like a regular natural predator i was like even elephants are prey like get have to deal with lions well maybe li- lions would take a young rhino. yeah a young rhino um but i don't know it's, i still think that like lions are considered an elephant's predator but still so you think that with all of these uh all this equipment and all the street cred that rhinos would be able to just saunter across the savannah with confidence right but the reality is they're pretty easily spooked rhinos have really good hearing like you said they can their ears can turn almost a full 360 degrees around their heads but they have poor eyesight, and if they're startled, they're either they'll either run away or just charge the thing that they think is after them. And there are you can watch videos of them just like charging bushes and trees and stuff like that because they don't know what they don't know what's going on. But they also make use of a rare jewel in the animal kingdom: cooperation, jolly cooperation. Ooh, interspecies cooperation that is, because a lot of animals cooperate. Um, but this is symbiosis, one species helping another. Uh, there's a bird that they befriend called the oxpecker. So the oxpecker is a small bird that perches on the back of rhinos as they graze. And the oxpeckers get a free meal of ticks and parasites that often latch onto the rhino. Um, because even though their skin is really thick, it's still really sensitive. So uh, it's really helpful to have those parasites removed. Um, and the other way it benefits the oxpeckers is that there's any animal that would attack an oxpecker is going to think twice when they're sitting on the back of a rhino. Um, for the rhino's part, they get a, a nice skin cleaning, but what it really wants is the bird's natural alarm system. So if the oxpecker spots danger, it will tweet. I don't know, you know, something like there's a hyena near that bush IRL at rhino dino. <laughs> Oh, YOLO, lol. Oh, okay, Grandpa. 
<laughs> People still say lol. They do say lol, but they don't say it out loud. Do they not? They shouldn't. <laughs> I IRL that's a that's a thing people say these days. I looked that up. I know they do. I've I've seen a Reddit post about it. No, it'll just squawk or something and and the rhino will either run away or wildly maul the bush that's that they think is attacking it. Um the and this is actually such a famous symbiotic relationship that the oxpecker is called in Swahili Askari wa Kifaru, which means the rhino's guard. Hmm. But, I mean, you probably already knew that. If you look up a picture of a rhino, there's a good chance you'll see at least one with an oxpecker on its back. But this famous symbiotic relationship may be more parasitic than you thought. Because ticks suck. Literally. All of them do. But the oxpecker actually only likes to eat the ones that are engorged because it likes to eat rhino blood so it only eats the fat ones leaving all of the other ones that have hopped on to be engorged and then it eats so it's not really doing the rhino that much of a favor so it's selective and it's self-serving because one of its main food sources is rhino blood the bird will also find infected or infested wounds on the rhino and eat any larva Larvae? Larvae. Or parasites that are living there. So like maggots and stuff. But it will also eat the scabs and tissue which opens the wounds and causes more bleeding. So really the oxpecker is a parasite. And the uh, the rhino begrudgingly allows it to be there because it sounds the alarm. However, uh, there are there are other birds like the cattle egrette uh, that also do this with other uh, like bovids that uh, eat all of the parasites and don't disturb uh, the 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 rhino's wounds or hurt it any more than it are, is already hurt and will eat yeah t- take care of everything so um we really need to be like doffing our cap to the cattle egret and kick the uh, the 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 oxpecker to the to the curb because he just he's just out for himself. <laughs> because both will do the important thing that the rhino cares about, which is sounding the alarm when a predator approaches. However, if you're a full-grown rhino, there is almost nothing you have to worry about. But if you're a full-grown rhino with a calf, then there is something you have to worry about. So there's that. There is that. And that's all I got. Well, that's all I got. All right. So, for you out there in Podcastia, that was the White Rhino. So, armor up, sharpen your horn like appendages, and keep helpful birds on your shoulder like the White Rhino here in life, death, and taxonomy. Nice. Hey LDT listeners, thanks for listening to the end of the episode. For your loyalty, you get a shameless self-promotion from us. If you haven't already, leaving a review on your favorite podcast app can really help us grow. But telling your podcast-loving friends about us is even better. 
Also, don't forget to send in your Measure Up intros and animal suggestions to ldtaxonomy at gmail.com. We love hearing from you. As always, thanks most of all for listening. podcast <laughs> yeah just live your life instead of going to school <laughs> edit that out <laughs> <laughs> uh